IQMZ Sports, aka We Dunkin' on Your Mama on the Weekends, episode one, uh, April, I think it's the sixth, Wednesday, 2016. You can write it down, take a picture. I'm your boy, JJ Stone, aka O Doctor. And I'm James W. Woodson Jr., aka J Glock. Uh, pistols up, bang, bang. That's how we do it. So um, we know everything about sports. You know nothing. So we figured we'd team up and do a show for you. Instead of doing our late night phone calls, yelling at each other about stuff, right? <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it's pretty much better than just talking to him because you know he always did he right, I know I'm right. It's a hard <laughs> situation, so you know this way we can get you guys to come in and make the decision for us. I mean, tweet me, let me know, but um, you know, just yeah. don't don't pick Jay. That's all I'm saying. You got yeah. you to choose size. Uh, you can't. I'm not so, trying to I'll, hear. Say, I'll take the underdog role. Oh, so, that's how we do it. So, in a non-sports, but it's a sport, I guess you want to call. What do you call wrestling? Like, wrestle WWE. <laughs> like, is that, that a sport? Uh, you know, it's interesting that you said that because I, when I was trying to look up on some things about it, I looked at ESPN and it wasn't listed. Okay. It wasn't listed on ESPN. Yeah. So technically, it wasn't up there, and and that is why I guess they changed it from World Wrestling Federation (WWF) to World Wrestling Entertainment. I, I guess WWE. I might be wrong. I might be butchering I, all that. I don't know. I don't know I, because I I was looking for it. And I was like, I see MMA, I see soccer. You know, in the subcategories. You know, the, you know ESPN anyway keeps you know the NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball. Everybody on the top tier. You go to the subcategories. I was looking for WWE. I ain't see nothing. Yeah. So I was like, okay. I mean, so technically it's not a sport. So we don't really have to cover it like sports because I stopped watching wrestling when I was 13. But yeah. I know many a grown man and woman <laughs> that love wrestling. Like, oh, yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. I could get into a clip seeing The Rock and Ronda Rousey. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. have something like that come in and enjoy it. Like, uh, I shared a clip of Snoop Dogg in the ring. Apparently, his cousin that he took is a female wrestler now. He used to take her when she was younger, so she got the huh. bug. Okay. I'm like, that's cool. Like, yeah, you know I mean, seeing Snoop Swig being self slam swipe. I'm like, <laughs> I just can't get into wrestling. Otherwise, I'm like, you know, if you smell, uh, la, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah. Stone cold. Like, I just all that stuff doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I can't get down with it anymore. I mean, it was it was it was great when I was younger. Hulk Hogan, you know, Andre the Giant, you know, Ric Flair, woo, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, Sergeant Slaughter. Oh man, oh, you see, know? see, when you talk like that, we start sound like we care about wrestling, like yeah, we into it, but, right. but we're definitely not into wrestling. Yeah, but um, it was WrestleMania eighty eight thousand uh, this weekend in Dallas, Texas. At Jerry World, yeah, um, sold out event, big big time event, and people had a problem getting in. Jay, yeah, I saw that, and um, I was looking at some of the video, and they were chanting, "Let us in, let us in!" It was thousands of people trying to get in here. Yeah, now tens of thousands of people. Yeah, now, now here's the thing: when it comes to that, like 
you prepare for this every time you open up the stadium. You, you, you're going to have at least 80,000 people in there regardless. Yeah. You know, and you mean to tell me when it tops like 100,000, all of a sudden you have a problem or something's going on or we had to add security Whatever they were trying to they say, added, they added twenty thousand floor seats. Like, I, you know, what I mean, I get it. Football, they they they're not they're back in the stands, not on the ground level, so they did pack in more people. But I mean, they should have been prepared for that. And the fact that it was the AT and T Center, apparently the Wi Fi went down. They couldn't scan yeah. tickets. But you know what? Like, they're not trying to say that the Wi Fi went down. They ain't claiming that. Okay. They're not claiming that. They're just saying, oh, we had to add security measures. Oh, well. To make sure everybody was safe. Tweet, tweets were flying out the wazoo. Yeah. People talk about yeah. they can't scan our tickets. They can't verify us. Can't. The, the system is down. The system is down. AT&T and, ain't, con- ain't, ain't say, oh, we're sorry about that. No, they ain't saying none of that. Yeah. They're saying, hey, security features. We had to bring in extra security. Make sure everybody was safe. Safety is our priority. Blah, 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 blah. If you already banked for 80,000 people to be in there regardless, what's another 40,000, a couple thousand people? You know what I mean? Come on now. So the crazy... So I knew something was wrong with that AT&T system. The, the crazy thing is that the they were so jam-packed. Apparently, um, my boy Ryan told me two people passed out from the body heat, just the exhaustion of standing and literally being chest-to-chest, back-to-back. The two people passed out, and it took the... Uh, EMTs or whatever, like 20 minutes, 30 minutes to get to them through the crowd because it was so dense. Like, they could have died. Like, cats could have died in that situation. It it was just horrible, crazy, and that's why I don't go to WrestleMania, because I want to live. You know what, also? You think about this. You know they were uh, a big majority of them were out there in the parking lot drinking. Oh, yeah. So, so you... you, you Oh, I didn't think of that. Now, how the hell you get into the bathroom? I mean... Oh man! I mean, the the things that those things you think about. I I was thinking, I was like, all right, well, if you try to go to the bathroom, how the hell are you going to get there? Oh, how the hell are you going to get out? How you going to find who you were with? Like, and 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 you know, WrestleMania these events draw lots of kids. Oh yeah, oh oh, people were saying that too. They're sitting there holding their kids. People had to leave because their their kids just couldn't take it anymore. So they lost all that money that they spent because their kids just couldn't stand being in that meat factory. Yeah, yo, that was like Walking Dead style. Like people getting trampled on. Like it was like that's serious business. I I don't see how they can mess that up Uh, because they. I mean, they they should have been built for it. They are built for it. Well. Apparently, built to hold a hundred thousand people. They, plus. they they shut Jerry World down, and uh, apparently that was a huge problem and an issue for them. So, ooh, that's a problem. Uh, I mean, what's what's the problem at that point? Just letting people in, let the flood doors open. Uh, again, personal. I mean, I mean, hey, I mean, who's gonna really just show up not having tickets? Not thinking, having tickets there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. Like, and if you go to sit down in a seat and you, somebody got a ticket and you don't, then boom, then you kick them out. Yeah. What about that? You know what I mean? But so, they probably made a couple dollars off them anyway because they probably don't ball something. And it's not like they came to the event with like knives or guns thinking they're going to get past security. It's not like, you yeah. know what I mean? They came in there stripped down to the bear. I, I don't know. Okay. The problem. Okay. So, uh, WrestleMania, 38 billion, was, uh, off the top out. rope, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not even a sport. So, I don't know what I would talk about besides the fact that they messed up <laughs> big time. And it's funny. But, you know. Uh, you know, you and I, we're talking about this NCAA, baby. 
Man, Villanova. Villanova represent. I got my Nova jersey on. We, we I've always loved the NAACP. Uh, man, we are getting it. We are dunking on people. We won the chip. It's the Philadelphia region. Uh, did you? I don't know if you listened to the radio or saw the news. There was one dude that was on there on the news, and guy came up. How excited are you, man? I'm so excited. Oh, you just threw up. And bro, I've thrown up eight times today. I'm so excited. I've been throwing up all day. They're like, all day? He's like, yeah. And the guy, the reporter's like, you're the champion, bro. And he's like, I'm the world champion. I'm throwing up. Villanova won, baby. And then he, bleh, on, like, on camera radio. Oh, I gotta look that up. Yeah. You know, and then the dude's like, you just threw up nine times. He's like, no, I told baby. Like, it was insane. A dude was sitting out there in the middle of the uh, street, took a crap. Because he had nowhere to go to the bathroom at. He was just drunk out the Sounds wazoo. Like he was at Jerry's World. He sounded like he was at Jerry's World. He just copped the squat. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, just screaming, hollering. Oh, yeah, you know I mean, I'll but, tell you what. Did you watch the game? Okay. So, to be fair, I really don't like the NCAA CP uh, basketball. I did not watch the game because I protest that. I did turn in. Right after I saw the tweets that Villanova won, and I watched the highlights of the game. So I Man. did watch the recap of the game, but <clears throat> I did not give my commercial dollars to you. that game. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. It was probably one of the best championship games I've ever seen. So to back you up on that, Stephen A. Smith said it was the best game he's seen since Kansas at the Philadelphia Center against somebody in the last game winning shot or whatever or the Jordan shot where he won the game essentially and then the team got the ball back and they threw the ball into Worthy or something like that they made a mistake but Jordan essentially hit the game winning shot but they and then Skip said it was the best game he's ever seen and Skip Bayless is a college basketball aficionado that dude's like 80 years old like he's seen a lot of games and when he said it was the best game of his lifetime he does not say that kind of stuff lightly Stephen A. Smith you know I'm old school. You know I'm pretty hard to please when it comes to these greatest ever questions. I'm going out there today. I, I'm going to say that was the greatest final ever. And I'm doing from top to bottom, not just the last minute and a half. I'm doing how well played the game was from start to finish. Yeah. So I'm telling you, that game was it was an awesome game ever. For a basketball fan, man. You couldn't have asked for a better game. And especially after the fact that the the Final Four, both of those games were blowouts combined oh, yeah, by 70-point yeah. losses. Um, I didn't watch those games either, but they, they both teams blew out the competition. Syracuse mm-hmm. and Oklahoma lost by like 40, and the other team lost by like 30, was and crazy. everybody was losing their minds. So for that final game to come out to be a nail-biter, last-second shot, three-pointer yeah. at the buzzer, uh, it was insanity yeah i I tell you what because when north carolina came down and they tied that game up on that crazy three-pointer i I can't forget i I forget the guy's name that threw up that three russell smooth smooth i I can't remember we're gonna put it up on the screen anyway but whatever we're not college guys so whatever he double clutched threw that thing up It, it it didn't look like it had a chance to go in from just his his mannerisms of throwing the ball up. And that thing sunk, and next thing you know, it was a tie ball game. I was like, oh, and that's when you saw Jordan 
Like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's clutch shot, clutch shot. Because they came back. They were down 10 or whatnot. Yeah, they were down. You so. know, because I, I, thought, I thought it was uh, pretty much a, a, a rat, but, you know, they clawed back into it. And then I tell you what, Villanova brought that ball out. They kicked it out, and my man had that wide open three. And I, if, when he released that thing, I knew it was going in. I, I if something inside of me just knew it was going in. One and shining moment. He left that thing up there, and, and you know what it probably was? It's probably because ESPN did a uh, a big little clip on him and his brother, his not his actual brother, but a, a guy that he stayed with that plays for North Carolina. I think his name was. I think the guy's last name was Bryce or something. Not real sure, but you know, the guy that hit the game winning shot, he actually spent time with with the guy in North, that's on North Carolina as his brother in the house. They lived together. They went ball together. They went to uh, they went to high school together for a little bit, and then he came up here. He went back up up north, and uh, the guy stayed down south because he was down in South Carolina, I believe it was, and. Next thing you know, they're playing playing against each other in the, in the finals. That's was just crazy. Yeah. So. <clears throat> so probably I, you know, so I knew a little bit about the guy's background after he shot after he put that uh, that shot up. I was like, man, that's going in. And man, that thing splashed down, and man, everybody went, you know, everybody. crazy. So we're in the um, uh, sports center. Boo loop, boo loop. We're in the um. I should be muting on myself. I'm sorry. Unprofessional. So we should mention that we are in the Philadelphia region. We are Philadelphia sports fans in general. But, uh, you know, there was a big hoopla about Villanova not being a Philly team or not being considered a Philly team and all this and that. And, you know, back in the, the, the big five, it was Temple, Penn, Villanova. Like they were all a group and they're considered Philadelphia. So, Half the city's trying to take this as a Philadelphia regional win. The other half is like, yeah, ain't from Philly. They ain't Philly. You know, they just want to hate on anything. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know what? They're from Pennsylvania. Yep. Yeah. And it ain't like it's Pittsburgh. So the closest city you got is Philly. And that's where you said when you travel, you people say, you know, like I don't tell people, oh, I live in X next town. I say, oh, I live near, you know, Philadelphia because that's a major hub. I need to live. Yeah. I mean, close thing for me to get to is Philly airport. Like I need to get to you. That's where I'm popping off from. So that's not a big deal. But uh, more so to the point, uh, college basketball in general. Do you are you a college basketball fan? Do you watch college basketball? I do watch it. I'm not a huge, huge fan. I love March Madness. Okay. Um, but I'm not a huge, huge fan. I'll, I'll watch the games, you know, occasionally. Um, but when March Madness kicks off, I love watching it. So for me, I've only watched – I watched a game, the Villanova game against whatever, whoever they beat right before they went to the Final Four, mm-hmm. uh, Kansas or Kentucky or somebody. Yeah, I think they dropped they, – yeah, they dropped off uh, – yeah, they dropped off Somebody. I watched yeah, that at a bar because there was nothing else on. But before that, I hadn't watched any of the uh, – I haven't watched any college basketball. I haven't watched college basketball since I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am against it. I think it's slave labor. Uh, yeah. I don't appreciate it at all. I don't appreciate any college football or anything like that. You know, this whole rule of the one and done. And, and this year especially, uh, especially with that Final Four, so many people were saying how the game is being ruined – 
because you got guys coming in one and done year or they're going overseas so teams aren't sticking together. And for me, I think that's better competition. So you don't have these dynasties in college, so what? That means you got to scrap together and you're going to have a new winner every year. But they don't feel that way. They're like, oh, the, the quality of the game is going down. Well, you know, well, you, you're never now going to have a team like you had back in the days. Like you had the, you had the, the UNLV running Rebels, UNLV. Yeah. They were stacked. The Fab Five of Michigan. They yeah. were stacked. You know what I mean? Even Kentucky squads back in the day were stacked. North Carolina squads back in the day, they were stacked. All the, like, like at least three of their starting five going to the NBA. But you know why they were stacked? Alumni was paying them, baby. They was getting that money. They was getting that money. Man, ask Shaq. He just came out a couple months ago talking about statute limitations over. Yeah, they paid me. What do you think I went there for? You think I wanted to go to that school? No, Did he, was he in LSU? LSU on the map. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he he brought LSU back in style, dunking all over everybody, taking over the nation. And he was like, yeah, they paid me. And you wonder how he got all these Benzes and stuff when he was a cop. Oh, yeah. Yo, Fat Five, you know they got paid. All that popped off. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you want you want to t- you pay them money. Like, my thing is, like, you should pay these players. And people say, oh, and they get a scholarship and they're getting a free ride to college. Mm-hmm. Most of them aren't getting their full degree. Half of them get cut and don't ever get their scholarship. You know, you get that D1 scholarship for two years. Then they want to bring up some young McDonald's All-American. They cut you. Now you're down at a D2 or, you know what I mean, a a sub-college trying to get on any squad just to get your uh, sponsorship back, scholarship back so you can play. They have no loyalty to you whatsoever. So I'm like, you can't even guarantee them a scholarship because you're only allowed to have so many. And what happens to those guys? You never hear about them. Nobody brings them up. They just move down off the team, move to the bench. And college, Cam Newton, you know what I mean? You got cut. You get redshirted. Then you got to go down here and mm-hmm. subcommittees and all this. I'm like, look, just pay them. You're making billions of dollars. And all the money you spend, like, you know, I guess I told you before, Arizona, they went and built a whole new lavish entertainment center. For, so when they bring in athletes, they say, oh, look at these jacuzzis and the rock mm-hmm. wall climbing and the girls in the swimming pool and the pool's heated and all this and that that you got going on. Give that money to the players. If you're a D1 team, you know, i just give you a number start at 100000 It's easy. You're D1, top 25, you pay every player on your team $100,000. Your your top fifty, you pay them ninety thousand dollars. And then your D two, you get fifty thousand dollars. If you're like rowing or a community college and you're playing, you get five thousand dollars and your scholarship. So they got some money to live. They got some bread coming in. They want to stay there for a couple years, and and maybe that way you'd have a better league again. Possibly, you know, I think they look. I think they look at giving money to these students as being negative, like. Okay. Oh, it ruins the sport. It ruins the purity of the sport. It ruins it for the love of the game. You know what love of the game is? High school. Okay? Mm -hmm. So how about high school? Because high schools aren't making billions of dollars off of the back of these student-athletes. So if it was all about the love of the game, then how come they're charging me $40 for the jersey when I show up at the game? Or $80 for a ticket at at a college game? And sometimes college students can't even get to the games. They got to withhold tickets just for them. Like, don't – purity of the game, No. I understand, I'm just, but no. That's what they're gonna say. They're gonna, I mean, because oh, we're gonna give them give them money, and next thing you know, 
They're running out here drinking. They out here doing this. They out it's here college, bro. Kids go oh, out drinking and partying and stuff I like know. that. Kids with no money do it. I know. Like, and, and a lot I of them it. are going to give the money back to their family members. Maybe they start a business earlier on or, you know, okay, maybe you do something like that. Okay, you pay them and you say, all right, well, you could use it for a vehicle or a home or something. Like, you give them, like, a stipend, like, a card. And they can go spend it, but they can only spend on certain things. You know what I'm saying? Like somewhere you could track it. Okay, if that's if that's the case, you don't want to wild out buying hookers and cocaine. You want to you want to yeah. corral them in. You do it that yeah, way. You want to, you want to be able. They they're going to want to track it. Yeah. You know, or, or, you know all types of violations. Yeah. And gonna, yeah. Get into a whole bunch. You you start giving some some um, inner city youth kids the majority. Yeah. Have never had any money. A whole bunch of money. They wilding out. But they get it anyway on the D-Lo, and they don't wild out. Shaq ain't never done. Well, I don't know what Shaq was doing, but I'm just saying. They get this money any hoozy. And you know what I mean? Usually, But again, stuff is usually provided for them. Like uh-huh. somebody buys their mom a house. Yeah. Somebody buys their mom a car. Way. Somebody get uh-huh. like the one dude, his mom got a job. <laughs> she got a she got a sec yeah she got a secretary job making hundred something thousand dollars a year so again there's Ooh, different ways oh, oh yeah oh yeah so there's different ways to get the money like I said if you say okay you have this money this is what you can use it for the other thing that I would like to see done is um, the NBA could draft you without bringing you up like they do with overseas players so. Okay. Let's say somebody, uh, you somebody who's smart, like the Spurs. The Spurs see some freshman. They say, cool, we want his right. So when their draft time comes up, they pick him, even though he hasn't declared himself eligible yet, right? He's just playing. He's like, I don't want to go to the NBA yet, whatever. But they can choose him instead of taking a player right now and say, I want his rights. So within three years or whatever, or whenever he's ready to come in, he comes to them. So one or two things can happen. They can say, look, we want you to stay in, in college for two more years gain more experience or we want you to play one more year and then come out to us or whatever but they can gain the rights to the players so the players know they already got money coming now i know what you're gonna say tell me what you're gonna say about that i ain't got nothing to say what if they get injured (laughs) exactly they get injured that i mean them what what's what's gonna happen if they get injured like the investment What's wrong? With, what's going on with your investment? Your investment's injured. What the hell's going to happen? You, I, I you, you, if I you, put my money you, into somebody, it did my own, and they get injured. You are the 76ers. You train <laughs> them up, you try to get them healed, and that first contract isn't the mega hit contract anyway. So the money that you owe them isn't a huge risk on your investment. And if you're if you do it like if you do it smart, you could pay towards that pre cap hit. Again, if you pay for them in two thousand, but you don't need them till two thousand and three, you could be paying off that stipend for three years. So when they get in, you've already taken that hit. So when you want to draft somebody else or you want to bring in a megastar, you've already paid off that cap hit in those previous years because you never brought in a player. So you could prepay them in a way. Where it like goes in escrow or something, and if they do get injured, hey, you, you take a loss. How many players in the NFL? Ryan Leaf, he came in with that the contracts were crazy for rookies, made a hundred million dollars, never did nothing. So well. now they got contracts where they're rookie friendly. So I'm saying it's not a big. I mean, it, it'd be a loss for you, but I'm saying that way. In the long term, it ain't gonna be that. No, long term, it ain't gonna hurt you that bad. So they got to do something like that. If they want to bring in because them trying to force kids to stay three years is like that. They're just gonna go overseas. Uh, yeah, just stay 
couple years. Yeah. But but Anymore. forcing them to do that with no no incentive, no money, I just I just can't I can't get down with that. I can't represent, I can't stand by, I can't stand it. They make too much money. Way too much money to not be able to compensate. Compensate those those players. Yeah, no, I get and, it. And like I said, as you go Makes down sense. to the smaller schools and you say, Okay, well your scholarship is guaranteed. That that's what you say. Once you bring somebody on, their scholarship is guaranteed. Or or uh, uh, multiple scholarships. So if you're in college and you and you bring up a guy and he's got two brothers, two sisters, you say, yeah, all right. Well, one of your brothers and sisters can come here for free too. They got a full yeah. scholarship, no matter what. Yeah, all right. Like pay down. Bring the family up. Uh, a rising tide lifts all ships. Or that something. make uh, that makes complete sense to me. You know what I mean? Like, or if they want to give a scholarship, if say they don't have a sibling, they want to give their mom a scholarship. Hey, mom, you want to go to UNC so, and get a degree something. or get a lot? You know what I mean? Something like they got to do something, man, because right now it's just a scam, and I don't like it. And all the purists, are, for the love of the game, they're ripping these kids off. That's an understatement that they're ripping them off. <laughs> I mean, they're they're. They're straight capitalizing on them with no, basically, tell the student athlete, oh, we're going, we're going to give you a scholarship. So what? Basically, so what? You give out free degrees whenever time you want, any anytime you want to. Yep. Who Bill, cares? Bill Cosby got three doctors. He yeah. ain't no doctor. And, and, <laughs> yo, cats who get doctors all the time ain't no doctor. Yep. I mean, so so what? Tell me you're giving me this free stuff. That's not that's technically not free. No, not at all. I mean, I mean, it's not I mean, well, not technically. Technically, you're not putting out any money for that. Whatever. It's no. a title. Yeah. You're giving me a title. You know? And, 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 I, and your print what would it cost you? Uh, uh, what it, what it was to print on a piece of paper? And I had a buddy that like went to a school like a LaSalle, Drexel, like a middle of the road school, played football, had a full scholarship, never played a down in a game. I think no, no, I lied. He played 15 minutes in one game in four years. Just good enough to be on the team. Went to practice, lifted weights, did his job, went to every game, just never got in a game, and got a free ride. He got out golden goose because he went to school. He wanted education. Uh-huh. Wanted, knew what he wanted to do. And in those cases, yeah, it works out. But if they wanted to cut him, if they needed that spot, and oh, you yeah. ain't really playing, he just been ass out. He's gone with with no sorries, no nothing. No it just would have been over. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's definitely not a game. And uh, I'm anti-slavery. Called NAACP. <laughs> I don't want to have it. NAAA, whatever you want to call it. They be getting the white athletes the same way. So let me, let's me let play a game. All right. The game is real simple. I'm going to say something. You finish it. <laughs> Snitches get. Stitches. Snitches get. Stitches. Oh, who we talking about? Who we about to talk about, y'all? Uh Squeaky, squeaky, squeaky. What's his name? Russell D'Angelo. D'Angelo Russell. Man, he ain't even really got no name right now, yo. (laughs) The squeaky, squeaky is right. Keep your name out my mouth is what he trying to say right now. So uh, go go ahead and tell the people what happened. Just just give him a snippet on what he did. Snippet? Oh, oh, he he chilled with his boy. uh, Was it uh, Nick Young? Yeah. Uh, Yep. Swaggy P. Yep. Chilling at school. At the spot or whatever, saying, "Hey, 
Look up my camera. But, uh, hey, uh, tell me about, uh, any, some, any, some of these side joints you've been with. Tell me, you know, you, 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 you've been cheating on your girl or whatever. Basically, yeah. how you gonna put your boy on blast? Yo. So he interviews, he interviews Swaggy P in the hotel room. Swaggy P laid up like some schoolgirl, kicking his feet in the air oh, on his lap, 